It's more like they just didn't want to waste the electricity. <laughs> They're just being cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they put you at risk with the ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Elise, and welcome to a new episode of And Then It Got Weird. As I've mentioned before, we have a new format for Season 2. This time it seems that, again, I have a co-speaker. It's Carol, who I keep bringing on back here. Um, we are still doing remote recording, but now it's being done better. Because, I assure, proper quality of sound. Finally. Today, we will talk about an urban legend and hotels in... Uh, ghosts. I hope you can enjoy it and here we go. Okay, so great news, Gar has a new microphone, so maybe this sounds better. Yes. And I can record locally too. Yeah, I hope it, I hope it fixes the audio issues you've been uh, facing. <laughs> the issues we've been facing it sounds <laughs> kind of dramatic but yeah maybe the, maybe the audio will be better and I don't have to keep hearing it over and over to edit <laughs> falling asleep uh, yeah I hit my head on the table because <laughs> I can hear it myself I think myself is the one that makes me sleep <laughs> okay so you worked in a hotel right? yes I did um, I guess my last year of high school and then first couple of years in college. Yeah, and it's a really busy job, right? Like it's uh, a lot, um, what's it called? There's a lot of work involved and you have to go at a fast pace, right? Yeah, and it's all just pretty much, you know, being alert, like running back and forth and stuff. And I wasn't even, you know, in the a housekeeper. It was more of a, like the breakfast area where, you know, right. you don't have to do like I guess, labor as intense as you would do if you were a housekeeping staff, but it's still pretty busy. There's so many people, you know, come down for breakfast and everything. So, well, well um, you were working in the hotel, but uh, I'm sure that you've heard that people die in hotels a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I've heard some... I don't know why I was stories. laughing, by the way. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some of these stories from, from mom, like, some stuff has happened and like other uh employees have also like seen or like heard stuff yeah and of course hotels don't want to they don't say that information to the um the guests right of course <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants to know actually um yeah uh i found out that sometimes they change the room numbers when it's like a kind of high profile or like kind of known accident or event that happens so that people don't know uh, where it was. Um, oh, okay. Because of this whole thing that about people uh, dying in hotels, there's an urban legend that has started, and it's about people sleeping with a body under their bed, as if it's often. And people say, like, oh, you know, I, this happened to me, or this happened to a person I know. And it kind of makes people that have heard of it think that it's very... Um, common or people that hear also think that it's a lie but actually it's in the middle it does happen it has happened it has happened yeah it has happened but it's not as much as people would make it sound like you know mm -hmm. there was even a movie made about this it's called four rooms and it was a movie that 
it was also related to this. And then there was a fake news article that came out also in 2014. <laughs> so, you know, this helps uh, build up the story. But uh, actually, I was looking at this and uh, there were cases that have been uh, documented. And they all seem to have in common about the foul odor in the room. Oh, Because, if yeah, if people have checked into a place that has a corpse yeah. in it... Um, yeah, usually it's not like a fresh body, right? Yeah. One of the most recent ones is a case that happened in 2003. And a man checked into a hotel in Kansas City and began complaining about a foul odor in his room. And management dismissed it. And mm-hmm. three days afterwards, he checked out. You know, And then that night, the cleaning staff found a dead body under the mattress. Ooh. Oh, man. Also in Atlantic City. Uh, Ooh, Jersey. You were there recently. Yeah, New Jersey. A German couple reported to management again about a foul odor in the room. And again, there was a corpse underneath. Also in California has happened. There was a complaint over several days about an odor in the room. And actually, it took longer this time. And it was, they found it 10 days after the first complaint. Oh. And then also in Florida, it happened twice in a ye- twice in the same year, in nineteen ninety four, and again it was found under the bed by hotel staff. And this was by a German couple, and they com- they also again. complained it to management. Mm. Can you imagine how this is like? This is not the delicate way to say this, but can you imagine how much of a bummer that would put on on your vacation? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think that would be the part that you remember about it. Yeah. It's horrible. And that would probably mess you up if you want to check into a hotel again. Yeah, like how are you going to trust hotels and like any little offensive smell you might you might come across? Usually when you walk into hotels, you don't go in expecting anything. But I guess if you smell something, you should really... You shouldn't even look <laughs> under the mattress. You should just like maybe report it How much it to worse someone. would it be? I, I already have like problems sleeping in my own bed <laughs> and thinking about what's under. I'm like a little kid. <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. Like, even in my bedroom, I have a closet. You know, I have a small um, uh-huh. what's it called? walk-in closet. And um, yeah, it has a door. You know, it has a little door. And if I go to bed and I notice uh, the door is open, like, I have to get oh, up and close it. I kind of get that I sometimes. Can't. But... You know, I think this is something we've mentioned uh, previously. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, on, yeah. on here, but, you know, I, I also have like a closet. Like there's like a walk-in closet um, in my bedroom. And then sometimes the door is open and I just I'm too lazy to get out of bed. So I, <laughs> even though I'm kind of like, mm, it's a little, you know, <laughs> makes me a little nervous. I'll just you ignore, can ignore it because my laziness went over. <laughs> Oh, also, we I have a mirror on that on that door. So then, like sometimes Dude. I'm like I have, I have like mirrors because Dad got like a couple like a couple mirrors and these are kind of like full body mirrors, and he got a lot. So then he's uh-huh. like putting them everywhere, and then <laughs> <laughs> that makes us sound psycho. <laughs> and then it sometimes like makes me wonder, you know, in the dark, what if I'm crossing one of those mirrors and like I see something. But then I just, I don't want to worry about that. So I just ignore it. Compartmentalization. (laughs) You just try to not look. Yeah. Just pretend it's not there. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that means I wish I could do that, but I can't. Like, it just bugs me. But actually, you know what? Um, so my kids recently, they, uh, they're little, you know, they're, oh, what? They're like 10 and like 7. And they used to sleep in the same room, but now we separated them, <coughs> you know, and they each have their own. Because they're in school and they should have their own desk and stuff like that. So they separated, but, um, and they're like right next to each other. But especially the little one, she was uh, kind of scared in the beginning. Mm-hmm. She started to sleep by herself. And usually when she goes to sleep, I lie down next to her and, you know, I hold her hand and she tells me stuff. And uh, the be- I think like the second night that she slept by herself, she told me, Mom, I'm kind of scared to sleep by myself. And I said, you know, your brother is right next to you, you know, because sometimes when she would have a nightmare, she would go... Or she would call him and he would go sit next to her and then they would fall asleep. And I would Aww. wake up and they're just like sleeping there. Yeah. So cute. Uh, they're, yeah, it's really cute. Um, but now she was worried that if she has a nightmare, who's going to be there? And I said, you know, if you have a nightmare, you can always come to my bedroom, you know. And then she was saying, no, but I want my, you know, my brother. And I said, it's fine. And then I told her, you know, if you're scared, maybe um, how about I get you a little nightlight? You know, mm-hmm. although I've heard that night lights are not good for kids because they don't sleep well. Because uh, the light interrupts their yeah. sleeping patterns or something like that. Yeah, 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 like it ruins the sleeping pattern. Mm-hmm. I read about that um, because I was thinking about how to help them sleep. Um, but it turns out, I mean, I heard some people say that that works for their kids. But from what I read, it's supposed to disrupt their sleep. So. But I still suggested it to her. Maybe she feels more safe, you know. And she said, no, 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 because sometimes when there's a little bit of light, maybe it gives shadows to things. And it scares me more because I think there's (laughs) things in my room. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes if it's, she's like, I just want it to be totally dark and I can't see anything. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't want to see what happens. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to see, even if there is something, I don't want to, I just don't want to see it. <laughs> I think that's what, yeah. And I was laughing because that happened to me when I was a little kid, um, especially because I have very bad eyesight. And when I was little, I already had bad eyesight. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I'm near, which one is it? Farsighted? The one that you can't see from yeah. far. Uh, I, to this day, I always get them confused. Yeah, so I know it's myopia, I think. Yeah. I just know your, when you wear glasses, like your lenses are really, really thick. Oh my god, mine are ridiculous. It's really bad. I need to get surgery. But mine is like <laughs> minus 11. Oh man, and, uh, it went up. Yeah, every kid that I've had has gone up one, one point. Dang. It's supposed to happen. Like, Yeah, like you know when you become a teenager, your body goes through changes. <laughs> like hormonal changes, it gets worse, right? Mm-hmm. And same thing with pregnancy. Because of the hormonal changes, your eyesight gets worse. Uh... Let's say like one point per kid or something checks out for me because that was like nine uh, minus nine now it's like yeah. the two have made my eyes i go like minus 11 <laughs> uh, <gasps> i should get eye surgery too though but i'm scared well anyway um when i was a little kid already i had my bad eyesight and i also have astigmatism which kind of deforms what you're seeing you know oh <laughs> <laughs> I know I have that one because uh, it was not that low. Basically, my eyes are, you know, 
they're not they're not very um they're not don't doing they, very good <laughs> don't they say astigmatism like you can tell if you have it if you look at lights and there's like beams like i didn't know about that. coming out of them what no, like you know if you're like that. if you're like looking at street lights in the in the night and then uh-huh. you kind of see like the light oh uh, right, right 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 like a ray of sunshine ish you know rays of light there we go i don't know why i had to say ray of sunshine (laughs) (laughs) i mean i have glasses on right now and yeah i'm seeing rays of light but yeah so because of that it kind of makes the forms the image of what i'm looking at so i think that made it even worse because i was in my room by myself and there was a little bit of light and i would just see like monsters all over my room and had a lot of toys and had them mounted on the wall too, you know. And you were, you had your own this, room too. I had my own room, yeah. And mm-hmm. Dad built this like shelves. Yeah, shelves. We <laughs> <laughs> built these shelves, and I would, you know, I would, I would put like my toys there. Mm-hmm. And at nighttime, I would just feel like they were looking at me. You know? Oh man, yeah. If there's yeah, if there, if there was a little bit of light, you know how like teddy bears have like those plastic eyes. Mm-hmm. You know. Like yeah, yeah. The light. yeah. I was like, oh shit. But I think I, I mean, I remember thinking, like, uh, I think these are my toys only, but it's scary. So I would just cover myself all the way up and just not look. <laughs> and that reminded me, what she said reminded me of that. That's scary um, as a kid. Yeah. I think also your imagination kind of is, well, not kind of, it is stronger than, than that, than when yeah. you're a grown up, so. I think also because you were, like, at, when you were smaller now, at the time that you're talking about, you were an only child. Mm-hmm. So then maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just talking crap, but maybe uh, only <coughs> children rely a little bit more on their imagination because there's maybe no other kids around when they're home, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Like when I had an imaginary friend. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah i don't you didn't though i didn't i I haven't asked mom to confirm but i'm pretty sure i didn't have one probably you didn't because i remember i mean i had i had you so like i didn't need any extra and i didn't need to divert my attention you know i already had someone to pay attention to me pay attention to me (laughs) (laughs) i was bugging you all the time you were when i I tell the kids you know like yeah tell them you know i used to bug carol i tell them sometimes you know what i how i used to like like tease you and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like they're like what (laughs) (laughs) that's really bad i'm like yeah it's bad so don't do it (laughs) because they try to do that to themselves too you know (laughs) next time they see me they'll look at me with pity (laughs) yeah this poor girl (laughs) is traumatized suffered (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how much you have suffered yeah um yeah so getting back to the whole bodies under the bed there was another case that it was in the box spring also in the actual mattress yeah oh my it was in there in new york it happened oh yeah it's, that's that's messed up that's <laughs> horrible do you feel i wonder if you can feel it if you're like lying down in the bed if you can feel that i mean well the box spring goes below the actual mattress right does it yeah because i think you you get like the bed frame then you get the box spring uh-huh. and then the mattress goes I on top no things i think because it's not Oh, that's the one that the mattress goes on yeah 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 how you put a person in there 
Um, just rip up the bottom of it. <laughs> put the person in there and then flip it over. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> You're like describing it. I have no idea. If anyone's guilty, it's going to be you. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. <laughs> um, yeah, and also there was another case that happened in North Bergen, New Jersey, which is pretty close. Oh, it's just getting closer and closer. It was a trio that ran auto theft scams, and one of them uh, had a conflict with the other two, and they murdered him mm. by feeding him this cyanide lace hamburger at first. Wow. <laughs> and then the guy didn't die. It took a while, so they strangled him. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not funny, but it is kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, you die with a hamburger. And this is cool. Oh, have you heard about the whole cyanide thing? How it's supposed to... They say that it smells like bitter almonds. Oh, yeah, yeah. It it smells. not. It doesn't taste like it. I think if you it's, taste it, you probably die. Oh, true. All right, so it smells like <laughs> it smells like bitter almonds. <laughs> I have heard that. Thanks to uh, Law and Order, I think. So, you know, of course people don't want to... About going back to the, um, the dead people in hotels, <laughs> of course you know you don't uh, the the hotel doesn't tell you you know and they're not obligated by law to tell you Mm -hmm. also if you buy a house um the real estate uh agent or the company or whatever who's selling it to you they're not obligated by law to tell you but in some states if you ask they do have to tell you specifically you know Uh, okay so they can't lie and say no nothing like that yeah they can't lie um, I think it's in California is one of those, I think. Off the top of my head, I remember reading it, but I can't remember right now. Um, it's like that. And um, and sometimes, that's, you know, sometimes some places are like really, really good location and the place is like really nice and like, you know, and the price is like super cheap. Then you can ask and they will have to tell you if someone got murdered or even, I guess, suicide also counts, you know. Well, not yeah. doesn't. I'm not, I think it does. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, no, just in death in general if a death occurs yeah yeah and uh, would you would you buy or rent a place if it's like that if if it's i think as long as it's not a crime related death i don't think it would bother me too much crime related how come i mean if let's say if it was like a murder right it's kind of like that kind of stays on your mind a little bit if you know if you're living in a house where something like so gruesome and like violent happened right i think it'd just be kind of like in the back of your mind right so that'd be kind of you know you know what um uh mm -hmm. no go ahead go ahead oh no i was gonna say like um for the apartment where we're living in now like we were actually looking at an apartment a different apartment in the same building and it was actually one where like an older lady had lived in but she passed away i believe it was in the apartment but i mean that didn't um you know drive us away from from wanting to purchase it It was other issues that came by that um kind of didn't let us go through with the deal Uh but yeah like i said as long as it's not like something gruesome i don't think i really mind you know what i would be worried about if it's a murder um Mm -hmm. depends on what type of murder it is like if it's like organized crime or i don't know something like that like a a, a group or something um uh because i will be afraid that they come back and like Uh, do something 
you know okay that's true yeah so talking about um if someone dies in your in the hotel <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so like if you do want to find out though if something did happen in a hotel there are some signs that you can look for so uh you know some signs to to if you want to find out if you don't want to uh if you want to just ignore the fact then go ahead but <laughs> if you want to like you know think about what if you want to think i mean if you are suspicious and these are some signs for example um uh, if there's an odd bump in the wall so if you see the wall what? and if you can feel yeah an uneven surface uh mm-hmm. where the wall was filled in and not sanded out properly it could happen um it could it and if the hole is like small like it's a smaller than a than a coin than a quarter like a you know a small coin um mm-hmm. it's probably a bullet hole oh especially if it's only like if it's not the whole wall it's like only a part of it and there's like a little hole that you can you can right. tell that it's been filled in you know especially if there's like more than one in the same area oh yeah like bang bang yeah. <laughs> i'm sure that it could be something else too but uh, i never thought of that also, like, uh, if the room is only partially renovated, which I guess connects to the whole bullet on the wall thing. But if you say, like, half of the room has fresh wallpaper and the other half looks kind of faded, you know, it could be like, oh, they mm-hmm. needed to renovate because something happened there. Mm. That's true. Renovations are usually, they just do the whole room because it's more cost effective compared to, like, not do, not letting someone rent a room, just do half a wall instead of just doing the whole room. Right. Also, they want to do a turnover, right? Really quick, as much as they can. They don't want to like, yeah. leave a room empty, right? Yeah. So it's faster to just do partial renovation. And this is kind of gross, but it says like if there's flies in the light fixtures, um, it says like sometimes if something has happened and flies get in there, they kind of get stuck in there. Um, so if you see like some flies in there, like there could be something happening, which, well, even though the, the whatever corpse has been taking out you know still like those things kind of remain and if the ceiling is noticeably different than the rest of the hotel because uh, basically there's a if something happens there's a crime scene cleaner person and they Mm -hmm. try to scrape off whatever needs to be cleaned off but uh Uh. yeah and uh, people don't really take care of the ceiling as much because it's not not that noticeable so like people would pay, pay more care to the wall or something but if it's on the ceiling you know, they're just like, ah, let's just, you know, repair it with whatever, you know, um, whatever's there. It doesn't have to match or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. The ceiling is kind of like the last thing you look at. Yeah. I, I I don't think I've ever looked at the ceiling, if I think about it. Do tall people look at the ceiling? Because it's closer? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Do they look more at the ceiling than the floor? Mm. Well, you have to be super tall. No, probably tall. not, because they have to walk. Yeah, you have to be super tall. And well, anyway, about the things that I mentioned, of course, it, does, it doesn't mean that something bad happened in there. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you morbid, <laughs> if you have like a morbid interest, you can take a look at that uh, because there's other things like, you know, fumigation. Although I don't know. I don't think I would feel good about that either. If the place had been fumigated, fumigated, is that how you say it? It means that there was like a pest or something. And I don't think I would like that mm-hmm. either. Um, or if the place is really old, yeah. you know. Uh but you know it's not totally unusual, so you can uh, you can scan the place if you want to because they're not gonna tell you. But it doesn't mean that you're gonna find a body under your bed, so I don't think you have to worry about that. Anybody that has heard of it, it's not really a concern. But if you smell something bad, then probably you should tell. 
Yeah, just also in general, like if you're paying money for a room, you shouldn't be paying money for a room that smells, like no matter what the reason is behind it. That you is know? true. I do think about that. That you mm-hmm. deserve a place that's not stinky. Although it's always good to go about it in a nice way. All right. <laughs> I'm just talking from like a, an employee perspective <laughs> since I've been yeah, there. It, also, like if management hears you having an attitude, sometimes people, even though they should listen to the customer, but I think they're more likely to just kind of ignore you if you're if you're being yeah. i don't know yeah honestly like the hotel business is tough because like i've heard there's like some people who like okay so the room was cleaned and let's say it was like cleaned by the best housekeeper that's on the staff and then like these people come and they're like oh like there was like hair in my bed where like obviously and it's like a different color that's not like from the housekeepers so they kind of try to plant some stuff to get like a cheaper what? rate or, like, not even have to pay for their bedroom. And that just puts a lot of stress on, like, the the housekeeper or, like, the management that's in, um, you know, in, uh, that's in at the moment that has to deal with that and everything. There's just, there's some people out there, man. That's really selfish because it puts a person at risk of, like, losing their job or getting reprimanded or stuff like that. Yeah. This is someone's livelihood, you know, just mm-hmm. to save a buck. Yeah. Always people should tip also. In hotels, people they, they work very hard and mm-hmm. they may even find a dead body in there. <laughs> if you find a dead body, do you get like extra money? <laughs> I know nobody wants like to mental, find uh, one, but I just wonder if you deal with stuff. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, probably people not. have to deal with like ghosts or something, right? I remember hearing about that that there's like ghost stories and stuff from people that work in hotels. Yeah, right? there's ghost stories. Yeah, there's one from mom that is about a little girl. Oh. Where that was when um, I was doing kind of like the assistant housekeeping manager kind of position, right? right. So she was she was in that area. Um, she was checking rooms and everything. And then she said she one time like she was on this one floor and she saw this little girl in like a sundress like cross the hall and and go into another room. Oh, and then she she thought it was kind of weird because it it wasn't really like summer season, right? Um, but you know, it's like little kid, like it's probably like a family separated into these two different rooms. She's just like running back and forth between the rooms. And there happened to be a housekeeper cleaning another room and her cart was in the hallway. So like my mom goes up to her and she's like, Oh, like, you know, did you see a little girl? Like she's, you know, just running around in the hallway, like crossing around the rooms and stuff. And then the housekeeper's like, Oh yeah, that's like, she, she says a name, right? Uh huh. And she's like, yeah, 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 that's the ghost. And my mom's like, what? <laughs> just like, whatever. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, that little girl, like, a lot of people have seen her, like, once in a while. Like, she's just a ghost that, you know, chills here. Oh, dude. I was like, oh, my God. People have, like, these stories, and they're just, it's weird how they're just like, whatever. I guess as long as it doesn't hurt you, I guess maybe you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You can't complete the management about that. You can't. Yeah, there's there's no proof. Yeah, you're just like I saw a ghost. You, I think you mentioned to me that you heard something, but you're not sure if it was a ghost or whatever. But you got kind of scared, right? Yeah. So I was working as the breakfast attendant. So then, the first hour of the job. Well, it starts at five o'clock in the morning, right? And then you have an hour to set up, get everything straight, because then breakfast hours begin at six. So then in that hour, you know, you do all that stuff, and then we also had to. Um, we had to uh, like slip the invoices for the customers that were checking out that day. We have to go floor by floor and uh, slip those invoices under their door as quietly as possible because, you know, it's still like 5.30 a.m., something like that. So then me and then the other person who was on the same shift, we would um, 
take a floor each at a time so we wouldn't be on the same floor. Um, so then I think I was on the fourth floor that day. And in the hallways, when it's nighttime or like the sun's not out, the only light source is from the lamps in the hallway, right? The, the lights. Uh-huh. Lamps makes it sound like super medieval. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then it's only those lights that you have. And then the corridor, 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 corridor. If that's how you say it. I think so. It just looks like super long because it's everything is quiet. There's no noise. You're the only person. You make me think of the shining. <laughs> you know, okay, the shining. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> it's literally like that because no. there's like the carpets and you know the walls also have like wallpaper and stuff like that. Well, the shining was in a uh, in an inn. Uh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that kind of a uh, feel to it. Uh huh. Um. So then I was, I put, I think, an invoice under one door, and then I kept on walking down the hallway. And then, like, all of a sudden, I kind of heard something, but, like, not with my ears. Like, it wasn't a sound that I know came through my ears. It was more like I just heard it kind of echoing in my head. And it was kind of like a deeper a deeper voice that wasn't really saying words it was just kind of like oh my god that sucks (laughs) (laughs) and i wasn't even halfway down that hallway so like i kind of paused for like a mini 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 second then i was like no 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 no. i'm gonna continue walking as if i didn't hear it as if i'm not hearing anything just in case let me just ignore (laughs) i'm in my bedroom and like the walk-in closet is right behind me i'm like i'm afraid to look (laughs) (laughs) So then I just decided to ignore it, but I kind of heard it for a couple of seconds and then it stopped. I just kept on walking and I didn't, and if I had to do any invoices, you know, I was just doing it at the same pace. So it didn't seem like, you know, I had gone through anything just in case there was something watching, you know, <laughs> gone through anything. <laughs> and so I, the you noticed that you noticed it. Yeah. And, and this is coming from a skeptic who like, I believe people's ghost stories, but I'm not really sure if. Right ghosts in general are real right right. right? (laughs) um so i just kept on walking and then at the end of the hallway we would have to take like the stairs we weren't able to take the elevators for this thing so i'm like i went into the elevators like i opened the door normal and then as soon as that elevator uh, sorry as soon as the stair doors uh like closed like i ran down like the three flights of stairs to the first floor because i was like i can't i can't do this anymore i'm just gonna <laughs> what if you took the elevator ask the person what if you took the elevator like, you'd be trapped with it like apparently like they the the owners of the hotel they're like pretty strict and um supposedly the the, the rule was that we couldn't take elevators in the morning because like it it made a sound or something uh-huh. But then it was more like they just didn't want to waste the electricity. <laughs> They're just being cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they put you at risk with the ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, when I was reading about this whole thing, about the science of the, the you know, um, the room, uh, you know, the, the first one that I mentioned was about the bullet hole. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I told you, but... You know the place where we were living in when I was, when I was a little kid, and I don't think we were born yet. Um, uh, so you know I, we left, and then you know that was a family house. So then when I I went back like years later, and I went back to mm-hmm. the place where was my bedroom, and right above right above where my bed was, I saw in the window a bullet hole. There's a tiny hole. It's oh a bullet God. hole. I think I don't know if I told you it was. My, it was well, you 
You didn't tell me. But yeah. It wasn't that rare. I mean, not maybe not when we were living there, like maybe a little bit before that, but wasn't it like something that you sometimes had to be careful of? I like mean, if you hear like a, a sound like that, like it was known that it could be a bullet. Around that time, that place was a little bit um, tumultuous. So Yeah. But with the time that I went back, it wasn't like that. But I'm pretty sure that was from earlier, you know. Um, but yeah, I wonder, yeah. you know, it was like, like if I sat up, it would have hit me right at the head. Oh, man. Like, seriously. There's like those loose bullets, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you hear about cases like that. It's horrible. Yo, I don't know if you knew, but Grandpa, do you know about him? Oh, yeah. He got shot. <laughs> right? Yeah, he he was like, he was doing nothing. He just walked to the house. And suddenly, uh, uh, what's it called? Like, a, what what do you call that? A stray bullet. A stray, stray bullet. bullet. There we go. A stray bullet went like right through his face. Uh, it just, Jeez. yeah, like went through like his cheeks or something. Like it just went in oh, one yeah. way. Yeah, and it went out the other way. So it was just like a flesh wound. Uh-huh. But it was like all of a sudden he, he just Jesus Christ! It like it it was you know it was right on his face you know. But it didn't oh, leave man. a scar or anything because it was just through the side. And I think he did have a little scar, but he always had a, a mustache or like a, a little bit of a beard. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but and my mom said that she was, I think she was pregnant with me at the time because she says like she freaked out really bad and and uh, something like that. I think that's what happened. But yeah, that was a stray bullet. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm... Well, I don't know. He was just lucky, I guess. You could say he's unlucky that he got a stray bullet, you know, but also he yeah. was lucky that it didn't hit anywhere. It didn't do, yeah. Major damage. So wow. I, It's those kind of like crazy stories that you totally forget. Yeah. And then you remember, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. You're like, oh, my God, how many family stories are there that are messed up? <laughs> yeah. Although this one wasn't, it wasn't his fault. You know, it wasn't like like those messed up ones that we hear. And we're like, oh my, my god, that's not funny. You hear they're like, haha, and they're like, wait, <laughs> that's not funny at all. Yeah, once you process it, you're like, hmm, wait a second. Like if you hear from like a third point of view, you know, like wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's it about the bodies under the bed. I think I've said all I know. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah i guess that can be a wrap for this one it was supposed to be a short one but it came out a little bit longer than i expected that's fine i guess <laughs> yeah, i think so uh also like yeah um now you have a microphone and your sound will probably be better than mine so i'm gonna have to work hard <laughs> in the editing so i don't sound bad <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope it makes it easier. Yeah, because I think my my sound before was the one that was affecting your sound as well. I'm not sure, but yeah. I mean I don't know how technology works, but <laughs> we're, we don't know. We're just trying and seeing what works. Or not. <laughs> I mean I don't do anything, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> wow, In my soundboard is that what I call? <laughs> no like <my> idea. <laughs> Or also just me, just me talking, and like I said, I bore myself to death. Just listening to myself, I'm just like, oh, just shut up, please. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said before, too, this is the worst type of advertising. <laughs> like, hi, listen to this. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I fall asleep while I edit it. <laughs> I fall asleep and I bang my head on the table. I did. Like I do that. You know how like yeah, you just you you get sleepy and then your head just your neck goes. How do you call it? You just I don't know. You lose control of your neck and your head just goes. Boom. Yeah. I used to do that in yeah. church a lot. <laughs> yeah, like Dad and I, we used to like always like kind of fall asleep during the sermon. And we were even standing sometimes. My dad, I remember seeing Dad. He was like standing. <laughs> You're he was standing. Yeah, and my mom would be like, hey. You know? And he'd be like, huh? And, yeah. like, <laughs> and sometimes I snored, I think. You did. So, <laughs> like, one time we were sitting down, and then, like, you were kind of, you you were, like, about to start snoring, like, a little bit louder. So I was like, Elise, wake up, wake up. And you're, like, kind of, you know how you do with a shoulder to kind of, like, brush someone off? <laughs> and you were, like, you were, like, mad. You were, like, that, dude. You're, with your eyes closed, you are like, leave me alone. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> And then oh, you continued sleeping. I was like, "What the heck?" Like how I, I like how I like I had an attitude too. Like, yeah, you know, you're interrupting my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really bad. Like when I fall asleep and I get woken up, I'm like in the worst mood ever. Oh my god, you're the worst I'm the taker worst. ever. I am the worst. Like I know. Too. Pity, I'm aware. Pity the person that wakes you up. Oh, my God. I know. Like, that happens since I was a little kid, too. I remember. <laughs> like, my mom got mad at me. She's like, ah, why are you in a bad mood? And I'll be like, uh. I think I just interrupts my sleeping pattern, I guess. And it just yeah. makes me get, like, super cranky. <laughs> and, like, I'm aware, too. Like, as it's happening, I'm aware that it's bad. But, like, I can't, like, you know, I can't stop it. For me, like, if I take, I, like, I never take naps. Maybe, like, once a year, twice a year, something like that. It's like the reason I don't do it is because if I take a nap, like my body is just, I guess my body just starts to like do the whole digest, digesting and starts oh, that process. Right. So then when I wake up from my nap, it's only been like an hour, two hours and not the whole like eight hours because I need sleep like a baby. <laughs> oh my God, you're so the worst sleeping too. <laughs> like when you fall asleep, nobody can wake you up. Like you're really bad at that. It's really annoying. <laughs> I remember you used to get really annoyed too because I would have to like help you wake up for school. I'm like, wake up. You're like, you're like all cuddled up. Yeah, because then if you like, you know, take off the the sheets and stuff, you, you get hit with the cold air and you can't really fall asleep that uh, anymore. Anyway, so then like my digest, digesting starts. So then if I wake up from the nap after two hours, like I wake up and there's like that whole like kind of stomach acidy flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so uh, then, heartburn or something. Yeah. And then, like, I can't eat for the rest of the day, really. Oh, God, it ruins me. Or, like, I have to eat something, like, lighter. Right. So then it interrupts my eating schedule, and I don't mess with that baby, you know? <laughs> yeah. That has happened to me before, too. Like, if I eat something and if I fall asleep within, like, I think, like, an hour or something, like, I wake up, like, I feel I'm going to throw up. You know, uh-huh. like, the feeling is just gross. Yeah. So I don't know how people, like, in Spain or something, the, the, the siesta. Oh, like, right after people. eating? Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, I remember we were talking about to um, a relative, and they actually, his parents-in-law live in Spain. Remember? And they were saying, I don't know if you were there. Mm-hmm. They were saying, like, yeah, it's true. I mean, people do the siesta thing, and, like, everything shuts down during the middle of the day or something like that. During the daytime, and people are just sleeping. And I'm like, what? You I can mean, do that? They say, you get used to it. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> wow. It's real. It sounds crazy. That's awesome. If I... Like, if I can choose not to take a nap. Like, I could use those hours to not do anything productive because that's not my style, you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah. But then, doesn't that mean that 
like let's say work hours get extended two hours later into the day maybe although i do know that people have dinner like later than yeah like we would be used to in latin america too people have dinner late like around eight, eight or something as far as I remember. yeah like we used to we used to have dinner around that time like eight even nine o'clock that's yeah, another yeah. like instance where like i told my friends they're like wait what and i was like wait what because <laughs> they ate dinner at like six yeah yeah and i'm like that's that's like old people style yeah well, we do that. We do that here too now. Like we have dinner around like six thirty or like seven. I mean, that's what we do now here too. So <laughs> you guys switched a little bit. Yeah, because you know Grandma's uh, with us now, so she mm-hmm. she wakes up earlier. So just her whole food schedule like moves up. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, my kids need to go to sleep early, or else they just they they need their their sleep. You know. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, they especially, oh my god, you know, Sacha, the little one, she's reminds me of you. She's like really, like, if she she's can sleep, head? she is like, if she can sleep 10, 11 hours, she, she will. I love it. I hate it. <laughs> I slept she takes so long to wake 10 up 10 hours this weekend. Ugh. It was so nice. I can't, I just got like a it, body hurts. It was even to the point, like, where I woke up when, like, I my body knew it slept too much because it like hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like my brain, I was like my brain was so foggy, and I was like, "Oh, I slept too much." How do you not nice. wake up? But since you were literally like that, mom too. She, like, yeah. If she can sleep, she can just sleep super, super long time. A lot of hours. I can't. I can't. Uh, my son is like me, and my daughter is like like you and mom. Like she's just a sleepyhead. It's really annoying. <laughs> 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 I remember it, like with you too it was like when I, you know we we're little or smaller you know I had to like wake you up too and you'd be like you like wake up and then you just like roll like turn over and you just keep sleeping <laughs> <laughs> she's like that I kind of like I, I was about to say I don't do that anymore but then I do have like three alarm clocks I think you I do <laughs> when we were there when we were there too like in America I remember like you kind of wake up but not like properly like you wake up but i feel because you're yeah. a grown-up now you're like i need to do my things <laughs> because I, I can tell that like, you're struggling to like, wake up i think it's easier to stay awake than it is to wake up what <laughs> wait does that make sense i don't it's know easier to yeah it's easier to stay awake like in the nighttime uh-huh. than it is to wake up in the morning I guess so. I mean, I don't know. For me, it's For both. Me. But you sounded philosophical right now. <laughs> no, I was just literally just thinking about like today and yesterday. You stayed up late. But then, yeah, kind of. But then, I don't know. When it comes to like if I sleep over like my friend's place or like we were out, um, you know, like on vacation or something. Uh-huh. I'm one of the first ones to wake up. Like, something about, like, my, my brain is just like, oh, like, you're in a place where you're supposed to be having fun. So, like, you're going to wake up earlier. But then everyone else is still asleep. Right. And, like, it doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. I'm going to wake up early. Yeah, I think maybe just you're aware. Also, like, sometimes you're aware you're not sleeping in your own bed. You know? That's true. Maybe that, too. You, yeah. So... Okay, so I'm going to let you sleep, actually, because we are, how many hours difference? Like, 12 hours difference for me? Yeah. 
Yeah, for me it's the daytime, right around lunchtime. And uh, for you, it's right around, uh, uh, what's it called? Dinner. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't have no, dinner that late anymore, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think if I have to say goodbye, I think I should say good night. Have a good af- have a good day. There have a go. good day. <laughs> that sounded very like impersonal. <laughs> I'll take it. Sweet dreams. You know um, what's it called? Uh, uh, don't be afraid of your closet. Hopefully, hopefully, have a good night. Just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, and ignore the mirrors. Don't look into them. You might see something you don't like. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that doesn't make you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you are interested, please follow me on Instagram at igotweird.podcast and you can drop me a message there or suggest a topic and also at igotweird.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send any questions or comments, which I would love to answer. Um, as you can tell, Carol got a new microphone, so we are getting to amateur level 2.0. And uh, if you would like to see us keep on getting better, please, uh, you can stop over by our Patreon, and the links are on our show notes. And most important, always try to subscribe and uh, maybe rate, review as we get better. And uh, well, for now. Good night, and uh, close your closet doors at night, please. I mean, don't tell me that I didn't warn you. This has been Elise and Carol with And Then It Got Weird. And don't forget to tip the hotel staff. <laughs>